True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. Welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee. And we are so happy to be back. And thank you guys so much for sticking with us and being such loyal listeners. We've had some very interesting guests on lately. Um, you know, starting with the Delphi case, that was so amazing to have Kelsey German on there. Well, she has a new ne- um, last name now. She's married, but we always, even know it we always think of her as Kelsey German. Yeah. Um, not sure she wants us to announce her new last name, so I guess I won't. But right. um that was really great having her on yeah. and giving us some updates on the Delphi case. Of course, there's not much she can say, but it's really great the way she and her family are constantly updated by police and they know what's going on and they have an open door policy to talk to them. That's a blessing. It's literally. a huge blessing. It really helps. I mean, when you've been through something that horrific, it helps put their mind at ease just a little bit. And, um, of course, we've had two sort of like blockbuster Missy Beavers episodes in a row. It just sort of happened out of nowhere. Yeah, very surprising. And um, I, I, I um, am happy that they happened. Yeah, it was really great. You know, we had the guy from Blizzard of Oz come on and a friend introduced him to us. He really, really wanted to talk and tell his story. And you know the rest if you've listened to the episode, but that was... That was great having him on. I did have a follow-up question from listeners. There was a couple of people who asked what he meant. He was talking about a certain person of interest in the Missy Beavers case. And he asked, he said something about the person not being, not driving. Can't drive. Yeah, she can't drive or doesn't drive, something to that effect. And people were confused by that. So I asked him and he replied right away. He said, no, she used to drive. She totaled a car right before I met her. And then after that, I wasn't aware of her driving. So apparently the boyfriend was driving her to the shows and everything. So that was the extent of his knowledge on her driving. Maybe she just like, you know, had, I don't know, some kind of issue with driving after that. Because sometimes people have wrecks and they're like, I'm so scared to drive now. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was kind of confusing because me and you were both confused. Yeah. Like, we know she drives. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I guess what he meant was that sort of, in his viewpoint, ended her driving that much. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, so I guess since that episode was first, we can talk about him first or that episode first. Um, I'm personally happy that he came on because it got... Uh, some other people talking, as you know, and I think that was important for the case. Um, I know that ever most people agree with that. Um, I think that he was probably he doesn't keep you know up with the case a lot. He, you know, he's, he seems like that has a busy lifestyle and so forth. So, but I think that uh, it was important for him to come on because of the confession and uh the you know some of the information he had may have been um he may have been confused on but i think that it was an important step in this yeah process. I, I agree we've discussed this we've discussed this in our facebook discussion group and on our facebook page but basically he might have had some details that weren't exactly correct but right. he did say that his wife at first he was trying to keep that under wraps he said a close female but then I think he accidentally said it was his wife on the air and then he just ran with it so we just went with it after that um and so his wife actually heard a confession directly to her from this person of interest right and that was what 
was really on their mind. Right. Um, all the other stuff, we don't know if it's true. We don't know if any of this is true. We, Renee and I don't know who killed Missy Beavers, but all we can do is just keep letting people talk who want to talk. And we can, we, of course, we will always extend the courtesy to the Midlothian Police Department to talk to them first. Right. That will not change. We will continue to do that. Um, however, this guy just really, really wanted to tell his story. And we're so happy he came on. It was a great show. We laughed a lot. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we weren't laughing at the horrible murder of Missy Beavers. We weren't laughing at the case. We were literally laughing because this Ozzy Osbourne guy um named shame that's his nickname shame um was really a hoot and it was he so really was. <laughs> it was so nice of him to give us time and come on our show and tell his his side of the story right and so we don't know any of the details we don't even know any of the big things we can't confirm any of this we're just letting people talk and um of course we think that they're probably has some credibility or we wouldn't let them on the show. Trust me, we hear from lots of people, but we certainly can't stand behind everything people say. And I don't think there's any media outlet that does. Right. We just have to say these people are giving their thoughts and opinions. Yeah. Um, and you know, one of the things that we laughed at, um, uh, I, Ness, it was more of less the way he was answering the way he would just blurt out something, that part was funny. But, you know, obviously not the things he was talking about. But one of the things he mentioned was that he thought was that Timmy was ugly. And I, I don't personally think she's ugly. Um, everybody has their own opinion. But that was something that we laughed about that somebody, you know, made a comment about. I, yeah, just, I just think that he really dislikes her. And, yeah. if that's, and of course, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And right. um, who knows? So, but... Um, well, especially if someone puts themselves out there as a beauty queen, it's kind of in lots of selfies on their social media. It's probably a lot easier to take a little nab at them, you know, nab, yeah. is that a word? A jab, I guess jab. I meant to say. It's kind of an in-between. <laughs> <laughs> I made up a word. But anyway, so yeah. So um, then our next guest that came forward, our next episode was so great because they came forward because of the shame yeah. episode. And I'm calling it the shame episode because Robert Fortier goes by the nickname Shame. I guess that's his stage name, the mm -hmm. Aussie impersonator. Right. If you've never seen Blizzard of Oz live, by the way. They're really good. Renee and I went not that long after he was on the show. It was fantastic. It really, really was. And I, they are going, I usually don't go see cover bands, but you know, oh, and I learned something new. Oh. A cover band just gets up there and does covers. Mm -hmm. This, uh, trib this is a tribute band. Oh. And that means they're paying tribute to them, I guess is what that means. And they completely impersonate the band or at least the person out front. I mean, he's obviously looks like Ozzy, moves like Ozzy. His voice sounds like Ozzy. Very, very close. That's totally different yeah. than if you and I were to put together a band and do some Ozzy songs. It wouldn't. It might wouldn't. not sound exactly the same, but yeah. similar. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, sense. oh, okay. You know, Crystal Renee are doing Ozzy songs. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but in this case, they're actually... He embodies Ozzy Osbourne when he's on really stage. Does. It was really good. It was fun. And so we highly recommend. They're going to be at um, in the Colony. And oddly, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the place. I should have. I didn't realize I was going to announce this until just now. I'll come up with it by the end of the show. It's a place in the Colony. I believe it's owned by Gene Simmons of Kiss. It's on 121. It's really close to where I live. Wow. Yeah. And it's going to be on November 19th. And they're playing with a Motley Crue band. 
So, oh my goodness, I'm that might be bit. an earlier evening for us because I think that Blizzard of Oz is going first. That's the impression I get. Why can't I think of the name of that place? I am looking up oh, and I don't know if boy. I see it. Is it the Lava Catina? Yes, that's it. Okay. Thank you, Lava Catina. Okay, all righty, y'all. So, enough of us plugging bands. Um, we're going to move to the next episode, which was Wintress and Rusty Mentor. Now, they were friends with the person of interest. Um, and they, they became friends very quickly. Yeah. And it was brief. from a Facebook re- a friend request. That's interesting. That is interesting. Cause yeah. I really don't go real life with people. I guess they met in 2000, well, started talking on Facebook in 2015, but they actually physically met like a month before the murder. Yeah. March, or I think she said March of 2016. I don't know about you, but it's rare that I go real life with people on Facebook. Every now and then I do. Like if it's, especially if it's someone in my office that mm-hmm. friends me, that's totally different because we have right. something in common. Right. But yeah, those random people that, that's interesting. That's really cool though, because they did have a short but very intense relationship with this person. Right. And that was discussed on the podcast. And, and like Renee just reminded me, Wintress and Rusty were saying that the swinging lifestyle is not something that they noticed or knew anything about. And they just mentioned the infidelity. Lots of infidelity, I think, is what they said. Right. That could be construed some, possibly as swinging. swinging if it happened a lot, maybe. Well, and you know what? Everybody makes in assumptions. Con- <laughs> in conjunction with this murder, we have heard the swinging rumors since way oh, back gosh, in the beginning, yes. back in 2016. Correct. So we really don't know how that got originated. And I, it's important to note here that nobody on these two episodes said that Missy or Brandon were swingers. And if you don't know who Brandon Correct. is, Missy, the victim of this murder, that happened in Midlothian in 2016, Missy Beavers was never pointed out as being part of the swinging, okay? And her husband, Brandon, has never, ever, to my knowledge, been named as someone who was a swinger. So let's just get that out in the open now. I think there was some misunderstanding, Mm -hmm. and people walked away with the wrong impression. Or assumptions. Yeah, assumptions. So... Okay, so back to that. Oh, and also I think it's important to note that this person of interest isn't just based on gossip. We actually, was that your phone? Sorry. (laughs) That was so loud. (laughs) It just startled me. So um, the person of interest that we're talking about in these two episodes actually was questioned by police early on. Right. And so, you know. Take that for what it's worth. We don't have an exact update on where police is with this person of interest, but there's been activity, okay? Let's just put it that way. Right. So this isn't something someone just pulled out of left field and started accusing random people, okay? Right. And I believe Wentress did mention on that episode about her being questioned, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, uh, Rusty specifically mentioned being questioned and talking about it a few times and that he didn't know anything one of the things that um uh, was mentioned uh while they were talking was that they had uh, tammy had received some messages and i'll just play it for you when we hung out together uh after missy's murder uh tammy was getting a lot of messages on her phone um on facebook uh from people saying we know you're the murderer we know you did this. Yeah, I mean, not even. 
So that's the part where she mentions uh, that she had received a lot of messages where people were saying that she had done it. Uh, that she, you know they knew she was involved or whatever, and I don't know how we don't know how they came to that conclusion, but obviously that is interesting that she was receiving messages from people saying that. So, and I apologize about my phone. I uh, recently changed from Android to <laughs> Apple, as Crystal knows. <laughs> Welcome and to I the dark still side. Still <laughs> haven't figured out how to turn this ringer oh, off. Oh wait, at give, times. Me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Remember yeah. this thing? I did. It's it's turned you down did that? and it's still yeah and it's still made it's a still, noise. I know your phone's possessed. I know. Sorry about that, but anyway, um, yeah. So they they wanted to come on and set the record straight about the the swingers. Yeah, um, and they actually it was really important to Rusty. Rusty is actually still good friends with David, who is this person of interest, ex husband, mm-hmm. and he just wanted to make sure everyone understood that. Um, his friend, David, did not have an affair with Missy, and he's certain about that. And, of course, the guest before, Shame, said he was certain that they did. Um, you can just take that for whatever it's worth. I mean, Rusty knows him better than Shame does. Mm-hmm. I don't even think Shame's ever met him. So you can kind of draw your own conclusions. Right, yeah. Um, he did mention there was a lot of infidelity and in different parties and so forth. So I guess, you know, things, you know how it is, Uh stories get twisted and you know misconstrued and stuff so i guess that's how that happens but um nevertheless uh like we said one one um one guest uh, ended up resolving in this person these two being on which was i think and very important so yeah I'm that was that awesome we're, we're really happy that winters and rusty came forward we would have probably never had the guts to approach them so no. We're super happy they came on. And their haunted house is in full swing. Yeah. If really you've busy. never, if you're in the Ellis County area or close enough to drive, it's called the Creekside Manor Haunted House. And they do it every year. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think they've had it for, I think he told how long, 15 years or something like that. I can't no. remember what he said. Um, okay. So another thing I wanted to talk about was the Ultima. Um, when we were talking to Shame, he mentioned uh, that Tammy owned an Altima, and I can see how he would have been confused about that if her son lived at home, and he owned an Altima, and he just knew that it was in the, you know, driveway or whatever. So I guess that part uh, seems like it's probably true because they both said that um, same mm-hmm. year model, probably in that in that year range, and then same color, same car. So I found that interesting. Um, and that's all is that would. That's assuming that the Nissan Altima across the street a couple hours before the murder is involved. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have to we have to make that assumption to make this matter. Right, and police are still wanting you know wanting people to. Uh, oh yes, we spoke to MPD last week, and one of the things that I asked them for clarification on, while we had their attention, was: Do you still want our listeners and the general public? to turn in tips on the Nissan Altima, and they said yes. I know. I'm so glad you asked. Well, I was so surprised because that kind of went silent, and they quit asking for tips. So Mm -hmm. I just thought, okay, well, they've moved on from that. But apparently they haven't. So if you know anyone, if you have any tips on who that was, we have this on our YouTube. So if you go to the True Crime Broads YouTube channel, you'll see the video of the – SWFA, there's a Nissan Altima circling around. And if you don't want to watch the version with us talking, because we kind of talk over it and do a commentary, mm-hmm. it's on the SWFA YouTube channel. Is yes, that correct? correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can go see it, the silent version, if you don't want to hear us yapping in, during it, on on the SWFA YouTube. And SWFA stands for? 
something firearms. I don't know. Yeah, I <laughs> forgot. I used to know. Oh my gosh, your phone's going off again. I'm sorry. You might turn that sucker off. I don't know how to do it. I guess I can now because of the anyway sorry that's okay so anyway so yes so that's important if you want to go take a look at that um if you're see it's possible that that car was just passing through and that's why no one's come forward or does it have to do with the murder and that's why no one's come forward so your guess is as good as ours so if you um have any tips on who the heck that could possibly be driving around across the street from Creekside Church, about half a mile. Wasn't it like point six, like six tenths of a mile down the street, yeah. across the right. street? Okay. If you know who that was, diagonal from the church a couple hours before the murder, please turn in that tip to MPD. They are still interested. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to mention, um, one of the things that Ozzy, I, I want to call him Ozzy, but uh, Shane talked about in his um, episode when he talked, he was, his interview, he said that, talked about a, a party. Well, then when Wintress and Rusty came on, they mentioned a party, and they said that's not true. But I kind of want to wonder, I mean, obviously, he didn't mention a date, so maybe it was just a different party. I really, you know? I really, you looked over at me and you mouthed different party during while the recording was going on with the mentors, and I completely agree. I think that they hosted a lot of parties there in Midlothian. When I say they, I mean the person that was discussed on there. Her name is Tammy. And um, her husband, or potentially just her, when her husband was at work, we don't know the details. But apparently there was lots of parties hosted at that house. Right. So the odds of them talking about the same party are probably pretty slim. Yeah. Because I, I, they mentioned Winters and Rusty. Don't, don't um, try to insert your recording. Just turn it off. I already did it. Already did it. Just turn it off. <laughs> I didn't want it to I ring. Must on have the asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I missed a whole part of our podcast. So anyway, um, but the party that they mentioned, uh, they specifically said that it was Tammy's birthday party, and so that could have just been a different party, you know. Well, Tammy's birthday is in December. I know that's what I'm saying. So but he didn't mention anything about it being mm-hmm. her party, so maybe, or her birthday. So maybe it was just a total different party. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, the odds of that are pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially since there was a lot I mean, of she time. hosted tons of parties, is right. what we've been told by several sources. Right. Um, so that was one thing I wanted to mention. And then let's see. I found it interesting that um Wintress and Rusty, and he called her Winter. I love that. I love it too. I want my name to be Wintress and I, I want my husband to call me Winter. That is right. the coolest name. It really is. I love it. Um, but it, they mentioned uh, that they one time went out of town for a show. And of course, uh, Shane was there because Scott was playing with the, their band. They were actually in the band together. So they had went out of town to play. And for clarification, Scott is the boyfriend of the person that's being discussed, Tammy. Right. And so they went out of town and um, apparently uh, they were staying at the same hotel and it said that Tammy left and went and hung out with Scott. That's what Wintress and Rust, or I think it was just Wintress that mentioned that or maybe both, I don't know. But anyway, so I found that interesting. Um, so there was a lot of clarifications, which is good. Um. A lot of things were, you know, set the record straight on. I think that that was obviously good. I mean, we can't set the record straight because we don't know. We weren't there, you know. We don't know what he said that was right or wrong. We don't know what they said that was right or wrong. So, Of course not. Right. So, But I think it was really good to have them on. Um, I hope that more people that personally know things or have information will continue to come forward because 
just not talking about it is not helping this get solved. I really feel like uh, we can obviously put y'all in touch with, or you can get in touch with them yourself, MPD, or you can contact Crime Stoppers of Ellis County and, you know, send in that tip. But, you know, the only way this is going to get solved is by people coming forward. If you know something, please come forward. Yes, and something important to note is that I think a lot of times people don't want to talk to police because maybe they smoke a little bit of weed mm-hmm. or you may sniff some cocaine on the weekends. They're not going to know that. They are not going to search you. They are not going to come to your residence. They want you to give them tips on this case. I promise you are not opening yourself up to vulnerabilities in other parts of your life. I know you remember when we talked about the um, Adam Walsh case. Uh, when I say Adam Walsh, it, 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 the little boy's name was Adam, right? Yes. Okay, I'll make sure I was getting John Walsh is the John dad. Walsh, there yeah. we go. Um, when they talked about that case, um, they mentioned that the police had went to the parking lot where the little boy was riding the bike or whatever had happened. And there were some people that lived really close by that they needed to talk to, and they weren't uh, legal. And they were afraid to talk. And Mm. so somebody literally went over there that wasn't the police and said, hey, listen, nobody is going to run your name. Nobody's going to here to deport you. We really just need to know if you saw anything. And finally, somebody came forward and said, well, I saw a truck, da, 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 da. And that Mm -hmm. helped solve it. So it was nice that somebody was able to say, hey, we're not here to arrest you. Right. And and I just can't say that enough because there's all kinds of people that are doing things that they wouldn't want to parade in front of their local police department um even if you're not local of course um i don't live in midlothian but if i had a tip i would call midlothian pd about this case you know right um so just keep in mind that they are not going to delve into your background you will not be searched if you decide to walk in they mm-hmm. will take your tip over the phone you can do it completely anonymously on the crime stoppers p3 app um, we, Renee and I have a direct phone number and a cell phone number to one of the investigators and she is an awesome lady. She is. She is super sweet. And I promise you, she's not going to come and snoop around your personal life. Yeah. You can tell she really cares about the case. Yeah. So just understand that, um, they want to solve this case and they do not, you know, they're not there to prosecute you for some random thing you might have done. So please don't worry about that. That's if, the last if, thing on if, their mind. Yeah, if that's holding you back, don't worry about it. They're not even going to ask you, hey, do you have any, I mean, they're not going to be like, do you have weed on you or right. do you have a bong in your Let house? Let me search yeah. you real quick. They're yeah. not, they're not going to go there, okay? They're going to talk to you about the case and the case exclusively. Yeah, that that's the most important thing. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention um, is, you know, if anybody else wanted to come on and set the record straight about something different or talk about something that we haven't heard or something that also might help, and you want to come on the podcast like Wintress and Rusty did, um, we welcome that as well. Um, if you wanted to come on and you wanted to be anonymous, that's okay too. We won't mention your name. We'll just say this is someone that has information. Yeah, and, um, and if you want us just to read something that you have to say, we will read it. And with your permission, we'll attach your name to it. If you don't want your name attached, we'll just read it and say that was from an anonymous, reliable source. So just right. let us know. And and also just understand if we let someone on the podcast, we feel pretty good about them. We have been approached by all kinds of people who think they have this case solved. And um, let's just say that they don't all have the same level of credibility. Right. And we did see a lot of comments around the 
internets <laughs> about the credibility of our guest on that first one we did most recently um, about shame. And you know what? It's only because he just may not know. Um, he didn't hang out with these people all the time, but he did hang out with Scott all the time. Yeah. And he did know things that were said. And he knows for a fact that Tammy told his wife that she did it. So that's all. That's important. That's from his point of view. Mm -hmm. We can't say 100% if all that's true. But we wanted him to tell a story. And it's just interesting how people come out of the woodwork and want to help. Yeah, it really is. And I think that, that, that um, this episode will hopefully be um, the starting point for more like that to help get this case solved. Because that's what our goal is, to keep people talking so people will continue coming forward. Um, this case will not... Because you know when, when cases go quiet, they just... They get... I mean, I'm not saying the police don't care, but they like, hey, we got these other cases over here, let's worry about these. But when people are still calling in tips and so forth, it's going to get continue to get looked yeah. at. And that's what and, we want. And when I say we get approached by people, we have been approached by someone who randomly selected someone off of Facebook because they made some weird comments and sort of imagined that that person walks like the perpetrator and... That just didn't ring true to us, and we haven't done an episode on that. We might someday, just for the heck of it, but that was really just one person's theory. Right. And um, and there was really nothing to base it on except for maybe just the walk or... Whatever. Yeah, there was really nothing there. It was random, yeah. just sort of someone he picked out on Facebook. Um, and then... We've been approached by countless people that say the husband did it, the husband ordered it done, the father-in-law did it, but we don't believe that the family's involved, so we don't really pay attention to that. If you've listened to us for any length of time at all, you know we've been advocates for the Beavers family, not just for Missy. We have vehemently um, denied the family having anything to do with this. Um, Brandon Beavers, the husband, has taken a real beating and we have defended him from the beginning. And his dad, you know, people saying the father-in-law did it. So we will continue to do that because we don't believe they're involved. If you have any evidence of them being involved, we will listen to you. But right. I have never seen any evidence. No, it's I've just seen, a walk. I've seen people say. <laughs> out of town. Well, and I've seen people say, I don't like the way they said that. Mm -hmm. I don't like that he laughed at that point. Right. I don't like um, Brandon's demeanor, but that's none of that is evidence. Yeah, being out there, um, you're always going to be scrutinized the way you said something, the way you reacted, and and I get it. I mean, we're all, we're all human, and we're all going to look at it and go, hmm, that's weird. Why mm. did he say it like that <clears throat> or whatever? I get that. Um, obviously, we get some of that too sometimes, but mm -hmm. for the most part, I'd say 99% of, of what we get is all positive, so, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... I think that's it. I think we went okay. through everything. Okay. We just we were asked by several people to kind of go back over those two episodes and talk about them now that it's over. Because when we have people on our show, we kind of tend to let them have the floor, and we don't really do a whole lot in addition to that. So we wanted right. to go circle back. And I do want to mention one more thing I just thought of. Um, uh, I know we mentioned it earlier, but in, in regards to the uh, swinging that was mentioned, obviously, y'all remember we cackled a couple times at things he said, and one of them was about, 
whole town of Midlothian being swingers. <laughs> now, obviously, we all know that that is a complete exaggeration and absolutely cannot be true. Well, and obviously. I was I was actually surprised that any people took that seriously. I know. People were kind of really defensive. Like, there's, I live there. You know? There's a thing called hyperbole, and shame <laughs> yeah. chose to use hyperbole. I yes. don't. I think if we were to pin shame down on that, he would say, of course, I don't well, think 100% of the people yeah. who live in Midlothian are swingers. That's silly. I don't silly. think anybody's silly enough to believe that, but... Yeah, so I wanted to mention we that. We did get a couple of comments, though, and people were upset people about were that. Bad. So, yeah, I, I that's, have friends that's what's that, called an exaggeration Yeah, to make have, a point. I have friends that live in uh, Midlothian, and uh, they just mentioned it to me and laughed because they listen yeah. to the podcast. They're like, oh, we're swingers, right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, of course you are. You live in Midlothian. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Exactly, the whole town. Nobody oh, else. And I did have this question come in, actually, as I was driving here. Oh. Somebody asked this question, a listener. We love her. Her name is Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Um, she asked if anyone has, this is not really related to those two episodes, but it's related to the case. Has anyone seen the video of the perpetrator sort of crouching down and saying, shh? Good question. And my understanding, and Renee, since I didn't clear this with you beforehand, um, I'll hear your reaction. But my understanding is that only a select few people have seen the entire video. And if that is on the video, it was not released to the public. Um, so if if that really is on video, that's something that the family and some law enforcement people have seen or maybe some witnesses. I don't know. Now, remember when Christy was on, I believe it was her second episode because mm-hmm. we wanted clarification about missy's movements from the door down the hall because i was confused you were confused i mean she did a good job but it was just confusing because we had never heard that before so we mentioned that and she was like where do people get this stuff this is just crazy so i don't know if she just never heard it Mm -hmm. or what but like crystal said everybody i mean we've heard it many times and since 2016 um, there's been talk of that happening. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes you think there's got to be some truth to I it. I thought that we had it confirmed from someone who saw it, though. We, we, several people have said that they saw the video. Um, there was one woman, and I could not tell you her name, not that I would say it on the air, but I can't remember her name, but she swore that her brother was in law enforcement or FBI or something, and he saw the video, and she seen it. And then she said they removed she it. She saw it. Yeah, that's... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. I must have missed that class. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. No, I mean, really, though, she saw it. Okay, yes. so I was really... Was just, I wasn't <laughs> correcting you. I was actually... Me. I was like, whoops. No, no, no. Sorry, so y'all. she saw it. So here's the thing, though. We... Oh, I'm going to have to go back through our notes. I could have sworn that we had someone confirm it like close to the case, like family or something. I'm going to have to go look. Don't I just know it wasn't. I know it wasn't Christy because when we mentioned no, that, right. she She's, was like, she oh, would my thought gosh, it was that's weird. just absurd yeah. and crazy. But somebody did. I just don't right, know. right. And then that woman. And then something else about Christy's episode, that's Missy's sister-in-law, Brandon's sister. She was, those things that she was telling us, we thought were based on her seeing the video. It was actually her, they told her that, the MPD told her. Like a meeting they had. Yeah. And they drew it. She said there was like a whiteboard, like mm-hmm. a, dry, a dry erase board, and they drew everything on there or whatever. Well, that was when different investigators were there. Makes sense. Back when they were talking to the family. Right. We learned from Brandon's mom that they no longer speak to them and bring them up to date on the investigation in any way. Because I think one of the new investigators just has a different way of looking at things. No communication, no nothing really. Nothing yeah. for anybody. We're not. So doing that's anything. why it's been. That's why it's been quiet. MPD says they're still working on it. Don't let the silence fool you. Basically, is what they're saying that mm-hmm. they're still working hard on the case every day. So 
There you have it. They want your tips. Um, and if you know anything about the Nissan Altima, that's still back on the table. They want to hear about it. So Right. Do we have anything else to update people on before we head out? I do not think so. I think that that was pretty much everything. Um, I do want to give the number. So um, Please do, yes. Uh, for the If you want to call in a tip and you want to be anonymous, they have the P3 app. Download it on your phone. Uh, it's P as in Paul, and then 3 as in the number. Uh, and then download it, and then you just turn in the tip. There's no way they can connect you to anything. You actually have to get the reward money if you were to solve help solve it uh, anonymously. But anyway, the number is 972-937-7297, and the last four digits of the number spells out PAYS, P-A-Y-S. Oh, that's cool. So it's 972-937-PAYS, P-A-Y-S, on your Correct. phone, yeah. which is 7297. Correct. Yep. Awesome. That's fantastic. And if you have a really hot tip that you're afraid might get lost in all this, please let me or Renee know. Private message us on any of our social media. We'll get you directly, a direct line to the police officer we talked about earlier or the investigator, or we can give you her cell phone. Yeah. She's wide open to talking to people and really wants to. So yeah. if you've got something good, I don't mean that your neighbor in Philadelphia walks with a limp. That's not what we're saying. We're right. saying actual facts that will lead to Missy's killer. Yeah. Let something. us know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also don't forget to follow us on our social media. And also, if you love our show, give us five stars on Apple. Is that it? That's the only one? And Spotify, and Spotify has it. Spotify has ratings. Oh, yeah. Apple has reviews and ratings. Okay. But so if you feel like writing words, hop on over to Apple. But on Spotify, if you wouldn't mind just giving us five stars, we have four point six stars, and that kind of makes us a little bit sad. So if you want to make us sad, you give us a bad rating, and then if you want to make us happy, give us a good rating. Actually, only if you think we deserve it, of course. And we appreciate everyone so much. Um, could anybody be upset with us, though? What were you? <laughs> All we're doing is trying to help the case. It kind of makes you wonder. <laughs> well, yeah, really. But I guess also um, people don't think that our quality is good or yeah, whatever. Yeah, please don't be mad at me for saying I seen. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. We love you. <laughs> we know, we know one lady got mad about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got one for Hey, she only deducted one star, though, so it's not oh, that big of a deal. Okay, See, okay. I told you. Well, we got a few stars. So no. I, <laughs> I must have missed that no, no, class. I got I, a star deducted. I wish I would have thought to read this at the top of the show. We didn't do an intro or anything. But um, I got deducted a star for my asthma. So, gosh, I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> How dare you have asthma on the show, Crystal? That's just rude. She was like, all that gasping for breath was giving me anxiety. And I was like, try being the one who's gasping who for breath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know that must be miserable to listen to. I'm assuming it was me because I'm the one with all the breathing issues. I know that I am. Um, I'm not alone though in saying I seen and I've gotten so much better, but I do say it. I see it all the time. You've come a long it. way, baby. I have. I see it all the time on social media. So all y'all, I seen people. I seen you. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thanks for joining us on True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee, and we just love that you listen to us and that you care about the case. And if there's any other case you would like for us to cover, someone close to you, um, something that means a lot to you, please submit it to us on social media. We are True Crime Broads on Facebook or True Crime Broads on Instagram, and we're True Crime Broads on Twitter, but we're not really good at keeping up with that one. So please come see us on Instagram. Instagram and Facebook. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here?
you took the tab. Michael, you fast? You at a guess. 